Have you ever wondered why some entrepreneurs seemingly catapult to the top in a short period of time, while others take years or even give up on their dreams? The fastest path to success is positioning yourself as an authority. Follow me on my journey to build my online dream business as I interview successful entrepreneurs, uncover marketing strategies to grow your business, and help position you as the authority. I'm Steph Shinneberry, and this is The Authority Marketing Edge. Welcome back to Authority Marketing Edge. Today, stay tuned to learn some business and biohacking strategies. Today, my guest is Victoria Pleckenpole. Victoria is a functional medicine coach and aromatherapist. After a heart attack at age 21, then heart surgery, she decided to own her life. She believes the only way people will be able to live fully and fulfill their purpose is is if they are healthy, clear-minded, and full of energy. Her mission is to empower and educate women to own their lives, to help them discover their purpose. Victoria is a sales executive, Blue Diamond, and founder of doTERRA China, and is working with the company and her team to help open the China region. With a global team of over 7,000 in more than 50 countries, she has developed an outstanding training and educational system to reach around the world. Victoria is currently in the process of starting a new non-governmental organization to help bring orphans home to to their forever families, and she's also co-author of the new book that's coming out, Women Who Boss Up. Yeah. Welcome to the podcast, Victoria. Thank you so much. I sound very busy. (laughs) (laughs) You do sound busy. It's awesome. I love it. So I wanted to, uh, to kind of dive in a little bit about, you know, you got start, you had a heart attack at age 21. Um, and then you decided then to own your life. And is that when you got started into your entrepreneurial journey? Well, you know, it has been a journey, and I would say that that's when I got started into become, like becoming a health nut, which then I figured out how to monetize. I so and I, I should be clear that, that, that the uh, cardiac event at 21 was three decades ago. So right. <laughs> right. it's been a while. It's like it's two years ago, and now I've done all right. this stuff. So it, it has been a journey. The, the, um, the heart issue... I I refer to it as my epiphany moment, right? And I think that that's something that that I encourage people to to look for, think about, because when is that moment when you say, I'm not going to live like this anymore, or I'm going to change my focus, I'm going to, you know, change my trajectory. So I think, you know, before that, I was just your typical middle-class American, you know, doing my thing, doing what? I was told to do, right? You go to, you go to school, you go to college, you, you know, you get married, you have kids, you buy a house, you, you know, it's kind of like this, this little trajectory that society kind of puts you on. And then I had this uh, screeching halt, you know, I was in college and um, I woke up going, you know what? I don't think I want to do it that way. You know, maybe there's something different. Maybe life is really short. Maybe life is really fragile and I better figure it out fast what I'm supposed to do with my life. So that was probably the scariest and best thing that ever happened to me. And, you know, I kind of go through my life now and I meet people 
that I feel like they're just kind of going through the motions of life. And I think I don't want anybody to get like really sick, but it's kind of like, you need a little heart attack mm -hmm. to wake up and, and start living your fullest. So that moment is when I, I became a vegan and I became a fitness instructor and started studying nutrition. You know, my, my vacation started being at, you know, health camps and, you know, just started wanting to take care of myself and um, with intention. Right. So my oldest, I have a 24 year old, she's actually at Harvard getting her master's in nutrition. Apple didn't fall too far from the tree. And she's, you know, she's like, gosh, mom, you were, you were like vegan before it was cool. You know? Yeah, yeah really. <laughs> it's yeah, so definitely. I'm like I was vegan when it was hard. Yeah. You know? yeah. Um, and, and, and I do want to state, I'm not, I'm not projecting that everybody needs to be vegan. Um, I, I actually coach to pay attention to how you feel when you eat certain foods. If you right. eat meat and you feel fantastic, great. Yeah. You know, if you eat meat and you're sluggish and your digestive tract slows up and things like that, then maybe we want to look at things. Right. Um, yeah. So then what happened was, um, you know, I kind of like to fast forward quickly, it got married, had a couple of kids. We were living overseas. My husband's an international businessman. So I've lived in six countries, three kids, two cats, one marriage. There you go. That's my, that's my staff. That's awesome. I, I love that, uh, that you were able to, you know, a lot of people have a heart attack and that won't happen to them. They won't have the epiphany moment. They won't have all of that. Um, my, I followed the, the box plan and was never happy. And, uh, and um, I'm, a, I'm a recovering alcoholic. And so uh, my epiphany was, was that wake up, you know, you're, you're not happy and this is what you're doing to yourself. And so let's do something, you know, different about it. So, exactly. but it took me a lot longer and, and, and that's okay too. That's my story. That's my journey. But it, the the whole point is yeah it when you get to wake up and things become like with intention and, and you're right purpose. though it is so many people have all of us have hard things happen all of us and it is how we choose to respond absolutely right so you can and sometimes we choose to respond as a victim for a long time right. but there will be a moment when you wake up and you say no more i'm not going to do that anymore um, and I think that I just really got into a, a lifestyle of, I better figure this out because living overseas, different countries, we were moving, having kids in different countries and it was all kind of hard, right? It was all kind of, I remember when I had my first, she was born in Hong Kong during a typhoon. I got out of, had a, a C-section and had to go out to a hotel because we were moving to Singapore. I mean, it was just like, everything was not the way it was supposed to be. And it was hard. And I remember thinking, I can dwell on the fact that this is really hard, or I can figure it out and make it a great adventure. And, you know, so when the hard things happen for me, I kind of think, wow, this is gonna be an amazing part of my story. Like, I don't know what it is yet, but this is going to be an amazing part of my story that's going to encourage somebody somewhere along the way, right? Right. Uh, 
Yeah, but I think I think the point is is that you need to get to like with your story, you need to get to that point where I'm not happy. This this is enough. And that's really what so in my journey, what ended up happening was and my business is called Oil Without Boundaries, but it's O Y L, own your life Mm. without boundaries, no no geographic boundaries, no demographic boundaries, no financial boundaries, no health boundaries. It's like no boundaries. Like own your life, right? If you are physically not happy with yourself or you have ailments, own it, take personal responsibility, figure it out. What's going on? Don't just accept it. Right. You know, like if I accepted everything that doctors have said about my kids, we'd be a train wreck. You know, my son got diagnosed with focus issues. My daughter got diagnosed with IBS. My little one has a blood disease. Like we would just be sitting around victimized all the time, taking all kinds of, you know, synthetic meds, or I could say, how do we make this the best that it can be, right? right. I figured yeah. out through diet and natural biohacking and essential oils, how to manage my son. He does not take any prescription medications or over-the-counter medications. Um, I completely figured out how to reset my daughter's gut and her gut microbiome. Uh, through all of those same things. And now she's at Harvard studying this because awesome. like it changed her life. Right. And my little awesome. one, yeah, my little one, her blood disease, um, there's no cure, but we have figured out how to live the best life for her in a way that she is absolutely thriving, mm-hmm. right? So I couldn't, you, you can just take it and be victimized and say, this is my lot in life, the, the hand I've been dealt. Or you can say, you know what? I want new cards. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's, we all have different, you know, problems or challenges and it's, and it's really, it is up to us to decide, Hey, am I, am I just going to like let this weigh on me and, and accept this, this is the way it is, or do I want to take these and make the best of it? And usually when people do that, they are, they're actually able to help other people overcome the same thing. And that's what's so cool about everybody having different problems and different stories is because we find solutions to those that impact the world. So uh, I think that's a, you know, a wonderful thing. And you have obviously done that. So, and then making it in, like I always say to people, if, if you can monetize what you're passionate about, you're like in, in flow. That's just like Mm -hmm. the perfect to be in, right? It's just, you know, in, in my business, I didn't really um, set out to build a business. I, I was introduced to doTERRA by a friend, and I can remember so clearly, you know, saying to him, you know, John, I'm sure your oils smell good, but Kalen has a blood disease. Like, this is real. And I, you know, I was so yeah. skeptical. Um, but he gave me some, and, and I went... Like six weeks later, after a lot of research, I wouldn't put the oils on her because I couldn't risk that they would hurt her. I didn't, yeah, you know, I'm living in China. I didn't, I hadn't heard about it. Um, and she got sick and I used the oils and it was the first time in her life that she overcame the common cold without going to the hospital and, you know, being on a nebulizer and antibiotics and all of this, um, she actually lost her hearing partially in both ears due to an overdose of antibiotics. Um, so I was very open to natural solutions. I had already been 
very into diet and everything because of my journey, but adding essential oils, adding the natural biohacking, all of that kind of came into play when Kaylin was diagnosed, where I was like, okay, I, I need to up-level our game because this is now like really bad. So, um, and again, like you can choose to up-level your game and figure it out, or you can say, oh my gosh, this is terrible. We all have to stay inside and lock the doors now. <laughs> you know? Right, right. So, right. Um, so what happened was I started having tremendous success with Kaylin's health, like shocking. So then I started sharing what I was doing, just like you said, right? You find solutions, you start sharing. And then I started building my business. And then I realized, you know, there was no boundaries on the amount of money I could make, right? So this, and I started making kind of a significant amount and, and growing my team and really enjoying helping other women become financially free so that they could do their thing. Right. Right. I look at doTERRA really, quite frankly, as a vehicle that you can build a business from home so that you can fulfill the purpose you were created for. Right. So my thing is orphan care. Right. So now I'm setting up a foundation called Adopterra where I'm going to be able to help pay for adoptions because that was my that was my personal dream. But I have so many people on my team that, you know, it's the environment or it's right. animals or it's um, mental health uh, solutions or it's parenting. I mean, all kinds of wives on my team that are all fantastic and fabulous. Sex trafficking, we just donated $42,000 um, awesome. to a, a place in Vietnam. So it's just incredible what you can actually do and the impact you can have when you're doing what you're passionate about. I totally agree. Not to totally agree with that. Yeah. So Victoria, what are uh, some things that you, is there like something that you wish that you would have known earlier in your journey of, regarding your business that you would have, that would have like catapulted you? I would have started it a lot sooner. I, <laughs> honestly, honestly, listen, this is, this is important. I think, especially as women, we tend to give it away for a long time before we figure out that it, we can monetize it. Mm -hmm. We just helping our friends because that's what we do as, as women. We're just, we're nurturing, we're caregivers. We just want to help. And we, we literally will for a very long time just give away our solutions, give away our, and it's not, it is not being greedy or opportunistic or anything like that. But the reality is, is that when you, create a business around your solutions, then your platform gets much bigger, much faster, and you start impacting more people. Right. And, you know, I have a lot of people that, you know, they're kind of like, oh, you know, I don't want to ask my friends for money and money, 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 money's bad. You got all these money issues. Deal with that, right? Get a mindset coach, whatever you need to do, but deal with that because money is neutral. Mm -hmm. Money is simply a tool that you can use for good or for evil, right? So yeah. if you have an intention that I'm going to use the money for good, the money is good, right? right? We all need money. I don't know about you, but we have mortgages and food and all of that costs money, right? So that, I would say that I wish I would have 
you know, at 21, right after I got out of the hospital, I wish I would have known right. to, to create a business around that. Yeah. I, you know, yeah. that, that would be the, the first thing I would do is just yeah. like, you know, and, and it's so easy nowadays with the internet and, and yeah. getting a website and, and branding and everything's for free basically online. Yeah. You can do so much research. Yeah, the, the other thing about uh, giving it away, I want to go back to that for, for just a minute because I think it's good to do that to, to, to proof of concept, you know, exactly. but for, then a short period of time. <laughs> for a short period of time to do that. It proves to yourself, uh, it, you get some testimonials, but mm -hmm. then uh, not only the impact that you can have when you start growing your business, but I have found that unless people have skin in the game, they're not going to give everything that it, it, it devalues it for them. For yeah. some, for a lot of people, it's like, well, they're giving this away for free. It must not be really worth that much. So right. I'm not going to put my heart and soul into it. So I find that actually, um, we're actually doing them a favor by charging for our services because they're yeah. investing and they're paying attention. Right, right. Because even if they put 20 bucks in, they're going to show up. Whereas right. if three, there might be yeah. something good on TV that night. I don't right. know. Exactly. Show up, right? So I agree with that. Yeah. 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 So, um, and, and to, I guess also to have the confidence that you, that you do have something to offer. Mm -hmm. Everybody has something to offer. And I hear people say all the time, oh, well, I'm an introvert. Well, you know what? Introverts attract introverts. And there's a lot of introverts out there that would love to do this. And I might scare them away because I'm very extroverted. So they might just like, they come around me and they're like, oh my gosh, like yeah. you scared me. Yeah. But, you know, so we need introverts. We need extroverts. We need all, whatever life <laughs> is, there are people for you that need you and are going to resonate with you and your unique gift and way to deliver your solutions. There are your people out there. Right. So, so not to play out. We play all these tapes in our head of, of why we can't, why we don't have what it takes, the, the fear, the confidence, all of these tapes, you know, I always tell people, you know, you need to rewrite your tape. You need to re-record, <laughs> play a different tape. Right. And I, I would say, you know, mindset work is, is critical because like all of it happens between our ears. You, we hear this all the time, but it's really, really true. That's, I, I agree. I think not mindset is probably at least 95%. So, <laughs> so is there, um, so one of the things you do is you help people to find their purpose and to monetize it. Yes. Do you have a process that you take people through to help them find their purpose? Well, so the majority of the people that I'm working with are uh, people who come onto my team, right? So they come onto my team and I have, I have my pathway that, that I, I call that, you know, so they kind of come into, to doTERRA into my community, usually because they have physical issues or they have emotional issues that they're wanting to, you know, uh, learn about the essential oils, how they can help. And so they just like start off as happy customers and I coach, I will do health coaching with them. Um, then what happens almost, you know, a lot of the time is it works and they get excited and they start sharing, right? 
and then I can sit, but see, people aren't always, sometimes, I would say 3% of the time, people come in and they're like, I want to, I want to make a ton of money and do something. Most of the time, they just want to fix themselves or they want to fix the, uh, a family member that's having challenges. And so then when you can show them that that's successful, and then you can show them that they can share and you start training them how to do that. And then you show them that they can make money. Yeah. Right. And then the whys often start very small, right? You can't, it's very uh, terrifying for most people to say you can make $30,000 a month and do whatever you want. You know, they're yeah. like, what? It's hard to switch you that know, up here. It's very hard to switch that. They don't believe you. They think you're crazy. So I start on a, this very small journey of, you know, what would be the first thing you would do? Like a lot of times people are like, I just want to get my oils paid for, you know, 150 bucks a month. Like, I'd like, that would be great. And so, okay, great. Let's get your oils paid for. You get in there and it's like, okay, the next step, now your oils are paid for and you're making $500, $1,000, couple thousand dollars, whatever. What are you going to do with that? Now, because you have to realize people, we all as children have dreams, right? We want to be a ballerina. We want to be a firefighter. We want to be a pop star, whatever it is. But somewhere along the way that gets kind of crushed, right? and it gets buried pretty deeply sometimes. So the process of, of un, un, unburying that dream is sometimes takes time. Sometimes people are like, oh yes, you know. You know and, and then it's just conversations and like, what would you do? What matters to you? What would get you out of bed in the morning, right? What, one of my favorites, what would get you out of bed in the morning? Yeah. Like I wake up every day and I'm like, who do I get to help today? Mm -hmm. What do I get to do today? I never think, what do I have to do? Right. It's mindset, right? Mm -hmm. It's mindset. And so you, so you have to take people on a journey. I, now I work with a mindset coach named Deb Erickson. I know Deb. Yeah. She's amazing. And so on my team, I pay for, um, one of her, her services is called a success center and I can put my people into it because she's, that's her gift, right? She's a pro at peeling back the layers of the onion so that people can discover their value, their why, their purpose, right? And what I want to do is pour into that. You, you do have purpose. There is a reason that you're here. We have to discover it. Yep right? There is a reason that you're getting out of bed every morning and going through your day. Let's figure it out. Right? Yeah. So, so like what is the process is sometimes very slow, sometimes yeah. it's fast, right? but it's just really starting to, you know, put that little bit of spark of, yeah. you know what? It's, it's be, it sounds like you're very in tune with your team and you're also kind of like helping them future pace a little bit, like look at yeah. Oh, we're future. big into vision yeah. boards. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love that. I love that. I, I am too. That's wonderful. Yeah. And this season that we've been in, you know, for the last uh, six months, you know, I can remember bringing in 2020, like it was going to be a great decade, right? Like, oh, 2020, it's going to be awesome. And then it all went pear-shaped, right? And <laughs> pear -shaped. none of us, yeah. none of us 
really are where we thought we would be. So we're halfway through, it's mm -hmm. June of 2020. We're halfway through this very unexpected year globally, right? I am not sitting where I thought I would be sitting. I should be in China. I'm right. currently in Colorado. I can't get back to China. I would have never guessed that. Um, I've been homeschooling. The, the year has not gone the way I had planned. So we're all affected. We're all slightly displaced and feeling displaced. But I would like to suggest we're in a new place, mm -hmm. right? We're all in a new place. It may be uncomfortable. It may be uh, a little scary. Um, I've, I've described the last six months as a free fall, a little bit, like yeah. I'm not really sure about anything. Um, but I would like to suggest that you're in a new place. It is just what it is. Here I am. What right. can I do? Right. A, a couple of things come to mind on that free fall. I, I'm a, I'm a avid cyclist and, uh, sometimes I ride my bike on gravel and that is a trip because it's like the gravel is always moving and the bike will do this funny. And so the natural tendency is to, to hold on. But once you can make that mind shift of just like flowing with it, the bike will just go and you'll be and your balance. will keep it up. It's like, so it's like going with the flow. And I love one of the things that you said in your, in your bio that I did not put in there because there were so many things that I had to pick and choose. We'd still be going. She's done so many amazing things. But one of the things that, that you said that I really loved, and it's that you learned how to pivot and not panic. And I think that's what you're describing here, basically. And so we adjust as we, as we go along. And, and, and having that, that loose, like, like I think uh, some, wherever it's, where is that thing that comes from? Wear your garments loosely, uh, basically. Um, I think that's what we're talking about here yeah. and being able yeah. to not be so rigid, but be flexible and open-minded to change. And you will go through life so much easier. Yeah. It's, it's, it's being in flow. Mm -hmm. It's not panicking. It's, it's, it's waking up and saying, okay, this is the state of the world. This is the state of my business. This is, you know, the state of my soul. <laughs> mm -hmm. Now what? Where can I go from here? What can I do from here? So for me, um, I was fully expecting to spend the last six months in China. I've lived there for 16 years. That's my home. Um, and then I found myself here. And, you know, the first couple of weeks, I kept kind of watching the news and thinking, when do I get to go back? When do I get to go back? And then, then I remember waking up and going, I might be here a while. So I better figure it out. Mm -hmm. Right. And then the way I would do my business before is I'm a very much in the flesh person. I love to meet people for a coffee. I love to uh, teach my classes in person. Um, you know, and of course I've done zoom and, and things like that because my team is in 50 countries, but if I can be in person and zooming it on the side, I'm in my zone. Right. Well, guess what? We yeah. got, all quarantine, shut down, lockdown, whatever you want to call it. And I was like out of my zone. And then I was like, all right, I need to pivot. Right. How am I going to do this differently? What is it going to look like if I can't? So I put a, I put a, um, 
a page on my website called virtual coffee. <laughs> yep. We've had some right. of those. Yeah. yeah. Because you know, the reality is, is I'm not meeting anybody for a cup of coffee right, right. now right. in the flesh, but I'll meet you for a cup of coffee on zoom. And it's kind of fun. So when people book a virtual coffee with me, just to kind of chat over whether it's chatting over health concerns or, or purpose or business, whatever. But I always say, you know, have your cup of whatever, you know, cup of, cup of tea, cup of, cup of coffee, glass of water, whatever it is. And I'm going to have mine. So I have, like, have mine. I yep. have mine. Um, and we're just going to meet virtually yeah. over a cup of, yeah. of coffee. So yeah. you have to, you have to change it up. So I, I really want to encourage, and this, what I love about the book, just to touch on the book a minute. So it is women who boss up. It is a book full of women who have bossed up. It is a book mm -hmm. full of women who didn't panic, but they did a pivot. They, they, um, they took what they were doing and they, they made it bigger. You know, they, they, they're just incredible women who have said, I'm going to make change. I'm going to have an impact. I have a story that's worth telling, you know, and to be in a book with these types of women is such an honor. Number one, but number two, I am so just really hoping and praying that this book motivates and uh, encourages there are so many people out there so many women who have such powerful stories to tell and they're not telling them right I'm and I, yeah I just it's like tell your story because it has impact for someone and there was a great quote and I can't remember the guy oh, it'll come to me in a minute um, but you know I'm not out there to get all the people yeah yeah. There's just my people. There's right. a few out there that are going to resonate with me. Of course. Yeah. That's the way it is for, yeah, that's, yeah. that's the mindset that we should all have. You know, I, um, the, I, I'm, I'm just going to say, I work full time as a nurse anesthesiologist. And so I usually interview about two people a week and try to keep my interview bank. When I first started, I think I interviewed eight or 10. And so I had some, yeah. and I usually release one podcast a week. And when Tam, approached me, I was like, oh my gosh, how am I even going to do this? Because 16 new interviews that I need to kind of like get done because you guys book it. But I wanted to be a part of the project, like the way she, first of all, just meeting her on the phone was incredible. I mean, yeah. she just sounds amazing. And so the vision for it, I was like, oh yeah, I definitely want to be a part of this. I've got like six interviews in like about three days and I'm like, oh my gosh. And then I have, you know, but it's wonderful. It's like, I am, the way I'm looking at it is I have the opportunity to meet these incredible women that are out there doing it, bossing up and get to bring that to my audience is just like, I'm so excited for that. You're my second interview. Both have been incredible. And so I'm, I'm really happy to get to play a part in this. The women in this book are the women you want your daughters to know. That's awesome. You know what I, I mean? believe that so it's, far I can vouch for that. Yeah. 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 It's just these incredible women who have all of them have, have decided to own their life. Yeah. Yeah. Right. It's just like, don't be the victim. Don't. And it's not always victim. That's, that's an extreme. Sometimes it's don't be neutral. Right. Nothing. Yeah. It's, it's a lot of it is that the voice is there. It's my thing. And I just did a live on this the other day is stop shushing the voice because it's there for a reason. Yes. And a lot of times we don't act on it because we're afraid, but we're denying other people the impact that we're going to have. 
Yeah. And are living our fullest life too. So, yeah. um, so I really, it's like with the oils, I often shudder at the thought that what if John had never told me? Right. And he was actually in the, he was actually in doTERRA for the business. So mm -hmm. he didn't even think to talk to me because he thought I was just a housewife <laughs> Right. <laughs> listening to this, John, um, <laughs> and that I wouldn't need the business. But he had no idea how much the oils were going to impact my daughter's health and then my whole family's health. So it's when you shush that voice, what if he had shushed his voice? Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I, you know what yeah, I, mean? I mean, there's been so many instances of that, that you're like, wow, what if I wouldn't have met this person? Or what if this conversation right. wouldn't have happened? And I look at what I do as a moral obligation. Mm -hmm. I yep. need to tell people there is a first line of defense for your children's health care. You know, there is, there is a way for you that you can make money from home if you choose to. Now, I'm just putting it out there as a right. moral obligation. Mm -hmm. You choose. Yeah. You can say yeah. yes or no, no harm, no foul. I still think you're an amazing person. But if right. I don't offer, right. what if this is exactly what you need, you know? Yes. And the whole thing that you just said is one of the things that, that, I, that I agree to. It's not, we're not necessarily trying to sell something. We're just making the offer. The, and, and the word offer is, I'm, I'm, it's out there. I'm showing this to you. I'm offering it to you. It's your decision. The yes or the no is on you, you know? Right. So I'm so glad I said yes, but it's also for me, like I do a lot of natural biohacking. So I talk a lot about earthing or grounding, mm -hmm. forest bathing, infrared light therapy. Um, you know, I drink a glass of San Pellegrino water every day because it has sulfates in it that are really good for the brain connections. Oh, wow. all, so I talk a lot about a lot of little tiny biohacks that are for the most part free. I mean, yeah. it's free to go walk outside. It's free to put your feet on the ground. Um, and even saying yes to those little things is on you. Right. Yeah. I yeah. can tell you all about these cool little biohacks that I do. Little sleep hacks, little anxiety hacks, breath work. Breathing is free. And mm -hmm. if you learn how to breathe correctly, you can you change your life. Change your life. <laughs> right. But I can tell you all about it, but you have to do it. You have to own it. Right. You have to make the decision to say, you know what, I'm going to do two of her little biohacks this week and see, and just start tiny little baby steps to up-level your health. Because I tell you what, if you start doing little tiny things to feel better physically, you'll feel better emotionally, you'll have better sleep, you'll have better energy, you'll become clear-minded, and then you'll start to maybe even hear your own voice. Because this is what scares me. There's so many people, they're not shushing the voice, they're not even hearing it anymore. Yeah, yeah, you're out, right. Out yeah. in the pain. Right. When you're when you're unhealthy and you're in a brain fog, you're not listening to. Don't anything. even hear your own That's voice. That's all you're hearing is is exactly. how uncomfortable you are. I totally agree yeah. with that. Yeah. So yeah. this has been amazing, Victoria. Is there anything else that that we haven't touched on that you would like to share? I'm definitely gonna to. We want to. I want to let them know where they can find you. More of the biohacking. More of the business. All of that stuff. We'll put that in the show notes. But is there anything? topic wise that you would like to share to, to kind of close this out? Mm, boy, boy, we have touched on a lot. I, you know, I just want to, I just want to say, you know, read, read, you know, there's so much out there that's good stuff. Um, do little things, just make an intention to, to better yourself a tiny bit every day. 
It's that, uh, I think it's James Clear that has the power of 1%. Mm -hmm. If you just do 1% better every day, just 1%. Right. Compounded daily impact that that will have is significant in a year's time. Yep. Right? So I just really, physical, emotional, spiritual, financial, mindset work, all of these can be little five-minute things. Mm -hmm. This is not a lot of money. This is not a lot of time. You know, read about Wim Hof and breath work. Mm -hmm. Read uh, Dave Asprey. He's the founder of Bulletproof, and he has a lot of biohacking stuff on his blog. Yep. Go on to my blog. Uh, I'm at oil, O-Y-L, withoutboundaries.com. I write a lot about this stuff on my blog. You can read more about it on my website. But just make an intention. Put it in your calendar. Success is scheduled, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I will tell you, if you saw my calendar, it'll say, it'll have a 30 minute little slot in there that's like self care. Yeah. Yeah. Right? You got to do it. That's the other thing. Self care is not selfish. No. I, I meet a lot of people who are like, oh, I don't have time to take care of myself because I have to take care of my kids and my husband and my work and this and the house and this and this and this. I'm like, if you carve out just 30 minutes for yourself, 30 minutes, yeah. you will get so much more done. Well, and you'll be so much more effective to all those people that you're trying to take care of and help. So exactly. Exactly. it's the, it's the uh, put your oxygen mask on first. Uh, exactly. But, exactly. Yeah. And, you know, exercising, I don't even call it exercising. I call it moving your body. Yeah. Move your body. And I do five minutes every hour. Like I take, oh, yeah. right? I, think I, learned, I learned this from Brendan Burchard. This is, yeah. um, but you know, I, I work for 50 minutes and then I do uh, exercise for five minutes. And like, literally I will just lay down on my floor and yeah. do sit-ups or push-ups, yeah. whatever. It doesn't yeah, have to be an expensive gym membership. Right. Yeah, there's a, a peak performance coach that, that I'm working with. It's 52 minutes is like, if you're going to work at your desk or whatever, 52 minutes and then take a break and move. Yep. You know, whether it's breath work or move. Get up and do some Qigong, do some yeah. sit-ups, do some breath work. Right. And you were, at, there is so much evidence and so much studies done that will show that you will be like significantly more productive during the day. Right. And the same thing with sleep you will get more done if you've had at least seven to eight hours of sleep than people who only sleep four or five hours because they're so busy, but mm -hmm. they don't get as much done or not as well. So right. yeah, take care of yourself. You are so valuable. You are not here by mistake. You have right. something to offer, but you got to take care of yourself. I love it, Victoria. Well, thank you so much. This has been amazing. So uh, we'll put your blog in there. We'll put the book. Uh, do you guys have the book link yet? Women who boss up .com, I think okay. Uh, okay. I Tam gets that to you. But okay. Yeah. yeah. I'll make sure all of those are August. Yeah. So I'll make sure all those are in the show notes yeah. and um, it's been a pleasure. Thank you so much. Uh, I, I, really I love your this. earrings. I Thank you. Them. Yeah. The, my, the, husband, uh, my husband bought me a little sign that says, um, it says, I'm not saying I am Wonder Woman. I'm just saying nobody's seen us in the same room together. <laughs> yeah, I, I definitely channel Wonder Woman for sure. We are so, all Wonder uh, Women if we choose to that's step right. That's right. That's just right. Just make that decision. Awesome. I love it. Thank you so much, Victoria. This has been uh, Steph Shinneberry with Authority Marketing Edge.
Thank you so much for joining us today. If you've enjoyed the show, please give us a review and I'll send over the Authority Marketing Guide, the why and how you should be positioning yourself as an authority. Again, thanks for joining us. This is Steph Shinneberry with Authority Marketing Edge.